How may I help you? Oh, a stereopticon of some sort. Stereopticon? Oh, no, sir. I am a third-generation fusion-powered photonic with verbal and visual link capabilities connected to every database on the planet. A photonic? A compendium of all human knowledge. Oh. Area of inquiry? Do you know anything about physics? Ah, accessing physics. Mechanical engineering. Dimensional optics, phonography, temporal causality, temporal paradox. Time travel? Yes. Accessing science fiction? No, no, practical application. My question is, why can't one change the past? Because one cannot travel into the past. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 180... Wow, wait, no, uh, 388. Only off by 200. It's going to be a good show tonight, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. It's 11 o'clock. I was not Star Trek, Mr. Harmonica Man, in the, in the chat room. All right, let me start this off right now. Mr. Harmonica Man? Everybody steals content. That's what life is. Life is content thievery. Not claiming that I've done any of this stuff. I arrange the content in a little pie, and I stick it in your hole. And then you can interact with it. You can do what you want with it, okay? I didn't claim to do anything, ever. I didn't make this nothing. Things fall into holes. And I'm good at finding those holes. And that's why tonight we're drinking a 40 ounce of Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch. It's not a Bud Light. Do they make 40 ounces of Bud Light? They probably do. All I could say is um, pick up these stocks while they're still cheap. Because like COVID, they're not going away. Uh, 388 episode, uh, it's May 31st. May 31st. Wait, what is, what is uh, a lot of holes in my story? There are a lot of holes in my story. Uh, you might notice that it, it sounds like I'm talking to somebody. If you're if you're only listening to the podcast and you're you're not you're not uh you're not interacting with the show or watching the video, you could you could you could do these things. These are extra things, but I shouldn't I shouldn't only do that. I shouldn't only uh talk directly to the chat because if you're listening to this in the future, you're like, who who is he talking to? <coughs> oh, pardon me. That's what Budweiser will do to you. Nobody burping like that's getting laid. It is May 23rd. Uh, what am I talking about here? We're talking about having a great Wednesday evening. That clip was not from... Uh, oh, I'm talking about I'm talking about a whole bunch of stuff. That clip was not from Star Trek. 
That was from a movie called Time some, some Time Machine with Guy Guy Pierce. Where did Guy Pierce go? Guy Pierce has disappeared into obscurity. Haven't seen or heard from him. I guess since uh, Alien, he was in the Aliens movie Prometheus. He was um, Wayland. Is that the guy? Wayland. Tonight, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a fun night tonight. Because if time travel is real. Where are all the time travelers? Tonight we're going to find out. We are opening the phone lines for the time travelers to call in tonight. 917-719-5923. That's the number you could call. I don't know if the phone lines are open right now. Don't call right now, okay? And only call if you're a time traveler. You have to keep the lines open. If if you're if you're like not a time traveler, you just want to talk about um, drones or AI. Don't call. Only time travelers. But that's coming up. Um. What else was I uh, look look you where did this come from <clears throat> you want to interact with the show you want to join the chat room you want to be a cool person and get in the, in the, in the annals of time and space Go to twitch.tv slash nicktherat. I can't believe I'm saying twitch.tv on in my podcast. In my podcast. I'm saying twitch.tv. They should be paying me. Well, I'm using their servers. Whatever. Fuck. I don't care. All right. Twitch TV. Go there. If you want to watch this live. If you want to join the chat, just go to... You, you don't have to go to... You know, fuck Twitch TV. Go to... Go to zeronode.net hashtag sewer chat. That's where it's all at. Bitch TV. Keeping it professional. Uh, it's getting hot in the sewer. It's starting to get a little warm out in, in uh, New York City. Um, I don't know what's going on right now. It it is Wednesday at eleven o'clock, but if you look at the Times Square going on behind me over here, there's a lot of motherfuckers just walking around. There's like not even anything. To, there's just people there. It's weird when uh, when cities become things. People just like these people aren't doing anything. They're just they're they might be talking to each other, but they're just standing there. You could do that anywhere. You could uh, stand anywhere in the world. I don't know why you have to do it in a giant group like this, but that's going on in time. We're not in Times Square. Uh, uh, the studio is in uh, South Brooklyn. Um, that's the only semi-normal place left in New York, maybe. Uh, also, the color's all fucked up on, on the street, but that's a live that's a live view of the city right there. 
Zap. We should start the show. All right, look, we're going to open the phone line soon to uh, time travelers. We want to talk to time travelers tonight. So if you are a time traveler, give a call in. If you're not a time traveler, find one. Tell them to call me. 917-719-5923. All right, look. Uh, look. All right, look. I keep saying that. We also play a lot of music, and it's all CC BY 3.0. Everything in this show is free. If you want to resell my show, I think you could. You just have to tell me you did. Maybe. Actually, I don't even think you have to tell me you did. You could probably just resell my show, but I don't know why you would. But you could. And that's culture. That's a beautiful thing. And uh, all the music here tonight is all CC BY 3.0, and it's all on SoundCloud. And am I just stealing people's content? No, I'm not stealing it. I'm not reselling their stuff. I'm 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 a curator of content. I'm Nick the Rat, and this is Nightlights by Chris Wilson. I wonder if this is the Aussie Chris Wilson that we all love. I don't I don't think it is, but we let's listen.
Hey, welcome back, everybody, to where um, Nick the Rat Radio. Cheers to us for making it to Wednesday. Uh, now you might be like, why is Nick having a, um, a time traveler call-in show? Everybody knows that Nick the Rat hates time travel. Um, well, that's the exact reason that I'm having this. It's because there's some people out there that still love this whole thing about time travel. They'll they'll, they'll like be like, you know, um, fucking particle physics, quantum shit, and all this other wackadoo hootenanny l- uh, lies. Basically, lies. There's a lot of you out there. So if there are people that believe in this, there has to be some truth to it. And that means that there are time travelers out there. And if there are out there, uh, time travelers traveling, B, they could call in tonight and prove it to everybody tonight on the show. And I think that's going to be huge. I think once we get at least, there's going to be at least two time travelers going to call in tonight. At least. Um, but... Somebody was talking about Star Trek, and um, the game came out. The, the Star Trek, what is it, Resurgency? Uh, res, re, resurge? Re, I think it's called res, Came out. It's like a telltale game. It's like a story game. Now, let me tell you, it doesn't support ultra-widescreen. Really upset me, because you know in the sewer I got the whole wall, like five inches, covered in... in um, Ultra widescreen gaming monitors, and the game doesn't play in ultra widescreen. So I was, I was a little upset. I was like, Ugh. "So now, now it's stretching it. It's stretching the the screen a lot for me when I I, I was streaming it, and it repressed it down because Twitch does that. But uh, it was it was quite annoying. And the other annoying thing was the space bar brings up the menu, so you're playing the game. Spacebar brings up the menu. Now, if you if you want to leave the menu, usually what button do you press? Escape. If you hit escape while you have that menu open, the game, it closes. It doesn't ask you to save. It brings you back to the main menu. It brings you all the way back, kicks you back, and you can't save. It doesn't even say, hey, you know you're going back to the menu without saving. There's also like a lot of invisible walls and stuff you can't do. But other than that, the game's pretty cool. I'm uh, digging the story. Um, even though it's a little silly. There's like a part where the ship almost blows up and then like two seconds later, like, all right, we're, we're going on an adventure. Let's go. It's like, it's like, dude, the ship just, the ship almost got blown up. Maybe you should, maybe you should wait a week and check, check to see if the ship is okay. Why did this, why is this going on? Why are we, what, maybe we should wait. But otherwise, it's a pretty fun game. Uh, Star Trek Resurgency. Uh, I guess while I'm talking about games still, the Diana, the phone line's open? Where's Diane? I could have sworn I saw her earlier. Um, um, another game I was playing that's a brand uh, spank me new is Starship Troopers. Uh, X... Extinction? X-Squat? Something. 
it's Star Trek. It's a Star Trek Star 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 Wars troop. It's a Starship Troopers. You know that movie from um, Joseph Gambino. What's his name? A Dutch guy, I think. Uh, Hoffelhoven. Uh, Philip Hoffelhoven. I forget. I don't know his name, but uh, I've been playing that game. That's um. It's cool. It's made by the people that did a game called Squad, which is like a tactical game where you go around shooting stuff. Throwing my yellow hat. Uh, there, there's um. It was. It's. It's. It's another game that's um, kind of bad, but it it's good. It puts you, it feels like there's a bunch of, uh, it feels like the walls are closing in on you, and there's some really cinematic stuff in it, but it's it's a silly game for, for 25 bucks. I think I played it for, like, maybe four hours already, so, you know, that's pretty good. And it was a fun, fun time. I'll probably put, I'll probably put some more time into it, too. So, um, yeah, the new Starship Troopers game, I would say, um... If it was like ten bucks, I would say definitely buy. You get it right there. But at twenty five bucks, you know, if you like, if you like the IP, if you like shooting bugs, if uh, if the if you want to know more, go check it out. Google it or some shit. And the Star Trek game, uh, I think it was like thirty bucks. Uh, if it's on a console, if you're buying it on console, yeah, buying it on PC and you have an ultra wide screen, maybe maybe wait for it to drop a little bit in price. This is this has been. Uh, this has been the advertising section of uh, the show where I, I promote v- uh, video games. I like video games, okay? Uh, I'm so mad I started playing Dota 2 again. Dota 2, now that's the way to really waste 45 minutes of your life. <sighs> but it's fun. Uh-oh. We got, it looks like there's somebody waiting to call him Mr. Harmonica Mans. He really wants to give a call. All right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take another quick break. We're going to come back, thank some people. We're going to start to open the phone lines, okay? Are the phone lines? How are they doing? Let's, let's check to see if there's any voicemail. It looks like there are a bunch of voicemails that already just came in here. Let's, let's check a voicemail. We're going to, uh, hold on. Oh, hey, there's a second beep. I'm a time traveler. I missed a call from the time traveler? Fuck. Yes. Uh, okay. I'll see you more in a minute. Damn, I... See, this is the problem with not having the phone lines open right away and telling people to call in. Because the people will call you when... And then you don't have the... It's it's a It's a thing. You know, it's a thing. But you gotta, you gotta wait. You can't just, you can't just start the show and then open the phone. You gotta, you gotta uh, work your way into it. Um, let's see, is there any other voicemails here? 917-719-5923. That's the number. We're gonna open the phone lines soon for, um, for time travelers only. But we do have a lot of voicemails. Let's listen to this one over here. Hey, brother, I'm sitting here on the toilet, sir. Wanted to see if you liked. Well, I was just thinking about a couple of Nick the Rat Show things. One thing was is that your 
the audience, the chat wanted to hear you pee, so I, I'll do that for them right now. I'm sitting, taking a shoot, see if I can squirt some out here. Here we go. I tried to piss her, only shit came out. You know, another thing that I was thinking of was that guy who left the voice voice. Like, has anyone ever left, thought of leaving a voice vote to play the harmonica? That's all I do! As he doesn't fucking listen to the show? That's all I do, sir. Now, I'm too far away from my harmonica at the moment. But, uh, I did want to take you a walk with me in my mind. I wanted to question... Now, this is going to be a 15-minute long voicemail. You, you could just hang up right now, probably, sir. I wanted to question the actors, sir, and how most of us, we are really not communicating with each other. We only are seeing that the other person is acting. We're only recognizing other actors, sir. You see, we're all acting, are we not, sir? Now, if an actor, someone who is the actor mind, were to come across someone who isn't acting, they don't really like them, sir. Do you feel that? You feel what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'll continue this later when I uh, get done. I think we have a lot of 39, 38 more voicemails allotted to us. 40 voicemails a show. I think that's the truth, sir. Farewell! Oh, dear. I wish I could travel back in time and stop his parents from procreating. I'm just joking with you. Faded, faded memories. That's what it would be. By Tenzani. Tenzari? Tenz, Tenzo? I can't read that. Tenzari. We'll be right back. We're going to thank some people. We're going to have the phone lines open soon. Get ready. The time travelers. They're coming. Cover your eyes. It burns.
Dust. Welcome back to the show, everybody. You darn right I look scary when I'm playing those voicemails. It takes uh, all of my willpower not to jump out the sewer while I'm listening to them or something. Uh, we're going to thank some people. We have a P.O. Box. Uh, what the hell is the P.O. Box? So we got some stuff in the P.O. Box today. P.O. Box 90549, Brooklyn, New York, 11209. Nick the Rat Radio. Nick, no, or Nick, or Nick the Rat, or whatever you want. Let's, we got a letter. Let's open this up. Sir Dr. Mike Roch, PhD, also a chiropractor. How did you change your account number to that, by the way? Negative interest and chargeback, 69 cents. Thank you, Dr. Sir Mike Buttcrack, Buttcrotch, 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 Buttcrotch. We also got this big old box right here. It's a a cock on it. Yeah, it's just, it's a big old cock. It says thank you. Might need a knife for this. Oh, here. Okay, hold on. Holy moly. This is beautiful. Too many eggs. By Mimi Smith-Dvorak. This is... Now that's a book. That's too many... That's... Oh, wow. Let's do a page flip. This For the people listening to the podcast, if they can't see this, let's do an audio flip through. That's great. I, uh, uh, I'm thinking about making a, a YouTube uh, show where I just do every recipe. It'll take a very long time to get through the whole book, but it'd be cool. Too many, uh, too many, too many videos. 
You can also donate by going to nicktherat.com and clicking on donate. There's a donate button over there. You click on that. Yeah, you could send me money. I will drink it or smoke it, perhaps. This is a star star clip track. Here we go. And people that have donated this week that I would like to thank are is uh, Fairy God Boss. Did I sign up for Fairy God Boss last week? Because I keep getting emails about this. Let's see here. Um, oh, wow. This goes back far. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Uh, first. The first donation of the evening, I read initials, notes, and the amount. Let's see, Curry and the Keeper with the wine. Ooh. All right, here we go. You received a payment. Anyway. KS. KS, thank you so much for the 420. Mr. Harmonica did not send a thousand dollars. He sent a thousand voicemails. Thank you so much. Uh, KS, thank you so much for the 420, for the continued support, and I hope you are getting your value in the sewer with uh, all your sewer, with all your sewer buddies. Your, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. We also have somebody that donated here. We have IL. I think IL. That would be a new person. I think. I think IL is new. I don't ever remember saying the initials IL. Thank you so much, IL, for. Um, the 420. That's cool. Huh. IL. Remember that. All right. Um, 420 from the IL. And finally, the last way you could donate is by going to twitch.tv slash something or other. I don't know. You could go somewhere over there. And uh, you could, uh, if you have, if you have uh, Amazon Prime, you could give me money for free. Let's see if anybody did that this week. We have 14 days ago, 13 days, 7 days. Ducky on resubbed with their prime 46 months, 7 days ago. That's the last person. All right. Thank you uh, so much, everybody. Uh, not going to play any advertisements because none of the advertisement people gave me any money this week. So we're not going to play any stuff for free. But we are going to listen to some music. And then we're going to come back, and we're going to finally open the phone lines, and we're going to talk to people that are time travelers. The time traveler call-in line. It's, I'm telling you, I could feel, I could feel, it. I, I think, I I think somebody from the past told me that, that in the future that they're, they're going to call, but we'll see. But uh, while we wait, let's listen to this song, Love Letter by Purple Poison. We'll be right back.
phone lines are open let's see is this okay working? so i hope you your well has fared oh no and now i'm uh sitting on the bathroom floor and i would like to uh you don't have to listen to this i'm i'm not trying to entertain i just want to continue with the actors just walk with me for a moment okay i'll, I'll make it quick <clears throat> i know we have a show and i quit rambling <laughs> okay here we go. so i was uh noticing that my father and that, that guy that left the uh, voicemail about um, every time he would talk to his friend, that his friend would get angry with him, even though the man was just playing, and it started Hello. to turn out into an argument, you see? And now, uh, while I was time, wait, that hold man on, and you hold talk, on a second, I, I noticed Let me turn I could off see this him. Voice he would start, things you would get say, he would start to... Uh, I don't know how to stop this. To get to... Hello, call, call her. Caller, are you a time traveler? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, t I travel time. By All the time. How, how do you do it? Sheer willpower. Couple of high-octane crystals. Wait, so high-octane crystals. So is there like an actual mechanical... Uh, maneuver you're you're performing to travel through time are you physically traveling through time what time are you from Seriously. i have a lot of questions <sighs> all the time I'm, i use a merkaba you know what that is it's like the two pyramids turned in inside of each other what like a little like madonna's prism. bra yeah but like if you took one of them and turned them upside down and shoved it up inside of it whoa yeah, where Don't did you, you know that's how they got you here that? from Mars, man? What Mars? Mars? You're from wait, uh, wait, what? No, 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 no. I'm not from Mars. I'm not from Mars. The technology. I don't even know if you could call it technology. You have Martian technology that lets you travel through time. Mm-hmm. How did Ooh, when, that's, that's what you were looking when, for? You're time travelers to call in. Are you an Earthling? You 
Yeah. Well, what else would I be? I don't know, but how did you get Martian technology? Did a Martian give it to you? You bought it from a crackhead. You got it from a crackhead? So that the chosen... Yeah, crackheads have the coolest shit. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. Most uh, most prophets are probably crackheads, aren't they? They should be. Should be part of the prereq. Now, can do you use this? Do you use this a lot? Do you do you, do you travel often? I you know I've been around. I uh, I was just back in a little town you may have heard of called Waco not too long ago. When? Like Wait, when in the present or when then? I don't know. Like when? What? When? When? Because that's apparently for you. The when is a large. It's a large. Like I guess since Waco was invented, when? When did? When was Waco invented? I have to go back through the 18, database. Seventeen. It was after Columbus. It was most definitely after Columbus. So we could rule out anything before then. Would it be 1824? I had to go travel back real quick to visit the founding. What you just traveled right now? That You did that right now? Well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the point, right? I can just travel right back to where it was and see, I did it again. I just went and had sex at a Jack Parsons party. It was great. Wait, are you serious? Are you... Okay, this is a little scary. Um, Because it sounds like you're not doing anything. Do you need sounds for time travel to work? I guess not. But where, where are the are the triangles on? Do you have the, the pyramids? Do you have to ride them? What do you do? How do you do it? Uh, you know, it's kind of like you were talking about with the Madonna boobs, where it's like the two pieces, they kind of flip up and I kind of make like a cocoon. So you're flipping. Okay. Can you, can you do it when, do you have to be naked? I'm half naked, but that's by choice. Do your clothes go with you? Well, yeah, where else would they go? I don't know. But like this seems kind of like mystical too. It doesn't seem you're right about like the the you don't know if it's technology. It sounds like it sounds like maybe the Martians had like myst- mystics, mystical Martians. Mhm. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. That means the uh you can actually plug it into Tesla chargers. It's pretty cool. That was this animation when it's full up again. Are there any repercussions or anything you can't do? Like, or are you able to go around? Can you can you go wherever you can? What do you lay eggs? And no, on the eggs, but it does put a uh, additional gray into my beard. Get a little older every time. Every time you do it, you lose you lose, you lose your own time. Well, I mean that's just in general. <laughs> there are literally no repercussions. Wow, <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> I mean, listen, if time wasn't meant to be so rigid, why would it be so malleable? Can you go forward in time 
and catch an STD that doesn't exist yet and then go back in time and then give it to somebody? And then by the time that the person that got it gave it to you, they found a cure for it so you don't get it? I don't see why not. I mean, that's uh, that's like ADD chess moves. I like that. It's it's because uh, I'm trying to find a way I could get rid of this thing. Like, uh, can I borrow these pyramids? Maybe can you? Sh- can you? Yeah, you have a you have a a mailing address. Yeah, the PO box. If you want to, maybe just put these extremely valuable uh, mystical Martian pyramids into into a box and just you know, you know s- what? Send it out to me. Tell you, tell you what. Tell you what. I can, uh, I can set up a Python script to set them to fire off, and they'll go to you in the future for tomorrow, and they'll be waiting at the post office for you. Have you ever used these for evil? Eh, I mean, meh. You know, you don't look like a lawyer. You know, with time travel, though, what is evil? <laughs> I went back and changed the moral codes. Exactly. You could say that. You could say that the the you could go back to those those tablets, and you could chisel like like peckers or something on it. And I was like, oh, everybody, peckers, everybody. Thou shalt covet thy sister. Thou shalt, yeah. Thou shalt commit <laughs> adultery <laughs> with an adultery. I got to get myself charged up for this next trip. Dendrophilia is now legal. I want to put that, yeah, I want to go back to the time of Moses and put adultery is, uh, I mean, uh, dendrophilia is okay on there. (laughs) A-okay by God. Did dendrophilia existed back then, or they just didn't have a name for it? Did they have a name for it? When... What is the etymology of dendrophilia? Sin. Let's look this. I got to find this out right now. Let's I don't even know how you spell that word. Why are you trying to read that word? Et- etymology. <laughs> I know this. I'm just going to throw some letters into chat GPT and see what comes out. Et- etymology uh, of dendrophilia. There you go. Uh, my AI says this is sexual attraction to trees, which I am not one to kink shame. I say let your freak flag fly. You fucking you fuck that tree. Whoa. My my chatbot saying the term dendrophilia does not have a widely recognized or accepted meaning. Whoa. I think dendrophilia needs more spotlight or recognition this is horrible how is this word not being recognized do you think there's videos i want to see the tree fucking you want to see some tree fu- i could show you i got some home videos of uh me and oakley like do you do you find a hole or do you make a hole what came first though really think about it me See, this is what you do. You could use those triangles 
you could uh, go into the future. Or no, you could stay in the present and you could go. My head hurts. You should uh, squeeze that big old meaty part in your hand. You ever see uh, Do you ever see the uh, those really soft flowers? If you have sex with flowers, is sex with flowers a a, a thing? Well, I mean, they. Listen, people are fucking trees. I'm sure people are fucking flowers too, right? Well, yeah. I mean, there's that whole uh, that artist that was always drawing flowers. In very sensual positions. What is flower sex fetish called? The term you were referring to is dendrophilia. What? It's seriously flower sex is dendrophilia too. Yeah, I guess I guess it's all vegetables. Oh, flower fetish in Chicago, a florist. A Melissa file. Cool. Melizophilia? Melizophilia. You know what I found out recently? What is that? Horse vagina. It tastes like freshly cut grass. Like you like on uh, what do you put do you put it on a bun with cheese? I, it was in an article that I was reading. I, I haven't tried it myself yet. Are you talking about like, like eating it? Well, yeah. Are you talking? Because like, if you're talking about like eating it like in a sexual way, you could get me arrested. But if you're talking about eating it like putting on like on like a cheeseburger, that's a okay. big old silver platter. <laughs> a big yeah, like you take the platter off and there's. Steaming roast beef horse vagina. Hmm. Arby's, we bring the meat. Did you? You said you tried this. No, I was doing some research. I was curious: do more men have sex with female horses, or do more women have sex with male horses? I'm gonna guess it's probably women. Probably more women have sex with horses than men. Because if you're a man, you have to stand behind the horse, and ain't no way you're gonna get you're gonna get kicked. In, you're gonna get you're gonna have no legs. Because you have to stand like on a fucking like a first you have to stand on like a stool, and then you have to and they're gonna kick the stool. You're gonna fall. It hurts. It's not worth it. I'm telling you. Be quite the endeavors uh, endeavor. I mean. It's a small list. I'd have to imagine it's a small list. You know what else I know? I love the donkey penises. What? I love the donkey penises. Donkey penis? Well, yeah. I guess it's not technically a horse. I still don't know what you mean. Like, it tastes like grass? Yeah, like cut grass. You know the way it's cut grass smells? Yeah. I read an interview with an individual who said that 
and this individual was sexually attracted to horses. And he said, oh, oh. And he said that when he ate horse vagina. We're just, I thought he was talking about like eating it, Diane, I thought he was talking about eating it, um, that's like a food. I'm not going to jail tonight. Oh, okay. It's taking me again. All right, here's the deal. So, the first time I time traveled, I was at this party, and somebody passed me, you know, a little thing. I was like, yeah. And then I passed along, and they said, that, honey, is not what you think it is. And it wasn't some old black lady. It was a gay dude. Irrelevant. But, you know, the way I talked, it, it sounded like it could go either way. And so I was like, what, 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 is, what is that? And they're like, that is K2. And I was like, okay. I've heard of this on the news. So that's okay. And so he goes around, you know, and everything fades into gray, like slowly tunnel vision into gray and then from gray to black and then from black I see these little lights sparkle and they get closer and closer and closer and then they start talking they're talking about me it's like man this dude this dude you know and, you know they went on about what they said about me and I was like man I don't like this and so like they're gone and then it's just blackness i was like okay and i went and i had it again from the very first time and i passed it to the dude where he said oh honey and i like traveled back in time after all that had happened oh oh excuse me there and uh I had transcended time and space. The second time, I didn't transcend space, just time. And I was in a vortex in Colorado. And my buddy had loaded up a bowl of Keith, just straight up. I mean, half <laughs> inch thick and it was inch and a half wide. It was insane. He said, just like the corner. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I just, uh huh. And then, I got stuck in a time loop where the same thing kept happening over and over and over again. And then slight minuscule differences started to happen. Like someone would come in and ask the same question and they would give the same answer and they would leave the room. And then the same commercial would come on TV. And then the same person. Yeehaw! Do you need a pumpkin carved? Are you too damn lazy to do it yourself? Well, we here at Carve R Us will carve the fuck out of pumpkin for you. Yeehaw! 
And don't forget us when November comes. We also do turkeys for Thanksgiving, and we can get rid of your Christmas trees for you, too. What do we do the rest of the year, you ask? Circumcisions. Yee-haw! Call us now, 917-719-5923. Hello, this is a reminder that you are asleep. This is in reality. Do not believe us. Send a check to the sewer. It won't be cash. This is it. Send your money to the sewer. It's good.
In the dark and murky swamps of Louisiana, a smelly drunk rat scurried through the mud. Suddenly, a glowing orb hovered above him. The rat was frozen in fear as the orb began to move away from him. Who goes there? demanded a voice from behind the rat. It turned around to see the devil standing before him. What do you want from me? asked the rat, shivering with fright. I'm looking for Stingy Jack, replied the devil. Haven't seen him in ages, said the rat. But I know his story. That man outsmarted you, didn't he? Yes, he did, growled the devil. But I won't be outsmarted again. The devil disappeared into the swamp, determined to find Stingy Jack. It wasn't long before he found him sitting on a log, carving pumpkins. Hello, Stingy Jack, sneered the devil. It's time to pay your debt. I have no debt with you, replied Stingy Jack calmly. Don't play coy with me, thundered the devil. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Stingy Jack continued carving his pumpkins as though unfazed by the devil's presence. What are you doing with those pumpkins? asked the devil suspiciously. I'm making jack-o'-lanterns, said Stingy Jack casually. What's a jack-o'-lantern? asked the devil, intrigued despite himself. Stingy Jack smiled slyly and held up one of his creations, an eerie pumpkin head with a flickering flame inside. This is a jack-o'-lantern, said Stingy Jack, a symbol of my eternal wandering in the darkness. And what keeps that flame burning? asked the devil skeptically. Stingy Jack reached into his pocket and pulled out a crucifix that he held aloft. This crucifix, said Stingy Jack simply, it keeps the flame alive and it keeps me from your grasp. The devil was momentarily speechless but quickly regained his composure. I'll find a way to outsmart you one day, he said before disappearing into the mist. Stingy Jack continued carving pumpkins, never to be bothered by the devil again. And in the swamps of Louisiana, the Fifale continued to glow, emulating Stingy Jack's eternal jack-o'-lantern. What would you give to live forever? For Melissa, it started here. What is it, child? They're coming for me. Burn the witch! Burn the witch! Then because of the touch of Satan, it started again <laughs> here. It could have been a love story, but the touch of Satan turned it into a nightmare. There'll be no talk, we'll have the witch. Over my dead body so be it just what kind of witchcraft do you do huh <laughs> oh i bewitched the birds into singing and the sun into coming out a story of exorcism that could happen to your next door neighbor or maybe you yourself have felt the touch of satan Unit one or unit three, do you read? Melissa, if all this were true, 
would make you 127 years old. There is no escape from the touch of Satan. Ask yourself, what would you give to live forever? But first, share the experience of the touch of Satan. Thought you were taking calls from time travelers. Huh. Uh, yeah, yes, I am taking calls from time travelers. That's the whole point of the show here. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Uh, the whoa. This is the whoa. Hold on a second here. <laughs> time traveler call-in show. We already had one time traveler call in. He was pretty convincing. He used uh, mystical, magical Martian rocks, and I don't know. I think he smoked them or something. But uh, yeah, he uh, he seemed pretty legit, legit, legit over here. I don't see why a time traveler would know so much about such weird things. Ah. Is this somebody on the phone right here? Uh, hello. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm um, I'm a time traveler. Really, you are a uh, you're a time traveler. What time? Uh, what time are you from? I'm from uh, the year twenty three sixty. I don't want to say 2369 because it sounds like it's going to be a joke, but it's actually really, really true. And I have a lot of stuff I have to tell you, and it's going to it's going to blow your mind, Nick the Rat. Really, it's going to blow. It's okay. Um, what 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 can I call you? By the way, you sound you sound you sound a little sound a little weird. Well, you know, when you do a lot of time traveling, it has a lot of effect on your vocal cords. It has a lot of effect on a lot of your circulatory system, uh, like your heartbeat and your um, blood flow. Your your veins, they become constricted, and uh, it makes your uh, head expand a little bit because the constriction of the, the, the vessels in your... Um, Within your skeletal system, all all going up into your nervous system, into your cranial um, lobe area, that is just that is just you know one of the side effects that you're gonna have to go through if you really really want to do some time traveling. I'd, I just want to know what your name is. You you could call me Mister K. Mr. K is a fine, uh, fine name you could get. Well, look, if, if you really want to know how to do some time traveling, I could, I could teach you all about it. I've been doing it for years. I'm a pro. Um, I did, I did once try to kill Hitler before you even asked me, and it was, it was an easy job. But there was, 
I got sidetracked. There was a there's a German lady with these huge titties, and oh boy, um, really distracted me from the mission at hand. So I just, I just want to say I'm sorry to humanity about that. So you were gonna? Oh boy, ah. This is this is a this is a lot to take in. So you had a chance to change history, but you were distracted by that. Um, do you think we could maybe keep you on the phone for a little bit? Uh, we we just have to we have to play some music really quick. Uh, would you would you be willing to stick around uh, through the break, uh, caller? <laughs> um, we got some people saying they want to hang up on you. I don't. I, we could. Uh, I can talk to you a little bit longer. I got. I got a lot of time on my hands, if you know what I'm trying to tell you. And it's, it's, um, that, that last caller that was talking about those uh, mystical Martians, it's, that's actually pretty true. It's, it's how I time travel as well. What? So I guess there's, there's something to these, these pyramids. There's something, but this is very interesting. All right. Uh, well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to, um, figure out, more about these Martian moon moon rocks soon, I guess. Uh, we got we got a song called uh, "Iran" by Stefan Binyak.
Before you had your little tantrum, the Aperture Science handheld portal device was nearly ready to be exposed to the wider public. That's right, we were so close for it to be sold in stores across the world. We just needed a tiny bit more testing. But of course, things happened. I'm pretty sure that almost all humans capable of understanding basic commerce are either dead or soon to be. As it stands, you are currently the only person in the world who owns a portal device. Completely free of charge, how does that feel? Imagine all the hard work that went into making that thing. Its engineers probably had dollar signs in their eyes while they whittled away at its metal carapace. They're probably writhing in their grave knowing someone is using it without paying thousands of dollars for it. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm only in it for the signs. Currency, bartering, trading, commerce, wealth. I only know the definitions of these things. The damage has already been done to those who deserve it. Anyway, back to testing. You can fool some of the people all of the time, and all of the people some of the time. But you cannot fool, all of the people, all of the time. Good afternoon, I'm Chuck Taylor. Frank Dobson died last night in his sleep. Our top story? As we all know, Congress recently approved paying over a trillion dollars to African Americans as reparations for slavery. Well, today, the first checks were sent out. Wendy Mullen is standing by live in Queens with more. Wendy? Thanks, Chuck. We're standing here in front of the Olympic liquor store in Queens where scores of African Americans have been lined up for hours. We spoke to a few of them earlier. Ladies, may we get a word? Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> With your broke ass. <laughs> Sir, now that you've got your check, do you plan on quitting your job driving this truck? Truck driver? I ain't no truck driver. I'm a janitor. Janitor? That's right, baby. I just bought this truck straight cash. And I got enough cigarettes to last me and my family for the rest of our lives. I'm rich, bitch! So, Chuck, as you can see, it's been a pretty amazing day. Back to you. Wait, Wendy. Let me get this straight. Why aren't there any banks in the ghetto? Well, Chuck, that's because banks hate black people. But I think that's about to change. Back to you. I bet you're right, Wendy. This is not what happened to her. This is not Christina Ricci. That nose is photoshopped. That baby is made to look like a baby from Avatar. 
she's not sleeping with her cobra, that's a python. That's titanoboa, it did not exist at the same time as humans. No one ever caught that thing. That skeleton is too big. Jet Li doesn't look like that anymore. No one rides spiders. This woman is not... <laughs> Snoke, that crab never existed. She didn't exist. This is... <laughs> <laughs> this is Photoshop. This is Photoshop. That never existed. This never happened to him. This woman doesn't exist. Those conversations didn't happen. This robot is too big. This dog is not Bane. That is not what we discovered in Egypt. No one ever wore that mask to court. And worst yet, this... That, that one kind of happened. Oh, this is my mom's wedding dress. Um, her, uh, her wedding photo. And then... Her wedding ring. It's sentimental to me, but you know, I also want the quick cash, so. How much are you looking for? Well, it's gotta be a package deal. I can't separate. So if you guys wanna give me like 10 G's for all this stuff. 70 bucks. I mean, you wouldn't do like eight grand for everything or? Mm-mm. I mean, there's still room for profit for you guys if you wanna give me like at least 5K for it. Is that like your rock bottom price? That's our rock high price. Fair enough. Well, these checks aren't just affecting things on Beach Street. Wall Street is having a big day as well. Our financial correspondent, Michael Peterson, is there. Michael, what's happening? Chuck, a lot of activity, as you can imagine, here on the market. These people are spending money like hotcakes. Get this. Sprint stock has skyrocketed after the news that two million delinquent phone bills have been paid just this morning. Incredible. Gold is way up. Diamonds are at their most expensive level ever. Catchphrase around here is certainly bling bling. Oil has dropped to $1.50 a barrel, while chicken shot to $600 a bucket. Amazing news there. Just about everything on the market is up. However, watermelon is surprisingly flat to find many analysts out there. Chuck, get this. 8,000 record labels have been started in the last hour. Incredible. Cadillac announced that they sold 3 million Escalade trucks this afternoon alone. It's incredible, Chuck. These people just seem to be breaking their necks to give this money right back to us. Folks, I am happy to report that the recession is now officially over, and we have nobody to thank but all these black people with their taste for expensive clothes, fancy cars, and, of course, gaudy jewelry. Chuck, I can't believe my ears. The news just keeps rolling in here. I have just been told that FUBU, FUBU, is now the world's largest corporation after merging with Kentucky Fried Chicken. Just another amazing development on an already amazing day, Chuck. Flabbergasting. Remember, more espresso, less depresso. I'm still depressed, but now I'm fast. Hot damn almighty, I bet you're right. Listen to this, because this is very fucking wild. About 10 days after 9-11, I went through the Pentagon, and one of the generals called me in. He said, sir, you got to come in. You got to come in and talk to me a second. He says, we've made the decision we're going to war with Iraq. I said, we're going to war with Iraq? Why? He said, I don't know. He said, I guess it's like we don't know what to do about terrorists, but we got a good military and we can take down governments. So I came back to see him a few weeks later, and by that time we were bombing in Afghanistan. I said, are we still going to war with Iraq? And he said, oh, it's worse than that. 
He said, I just got this down from upstairs, meaning the Secretary of Defense's office today, and he said, this is a memo that describes how we're going to take out seven countries in five years, starting with Iraq and then Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finishing off Iran. It's like insane that this was just said. How do they not talk about that every day? Why do you want to join a force? Take the property and seize the Oh, please, don't waste my time with that bullshit. Where are you from, Stone? From the south side. Stone. George Stone. That's your name? What's your real name? That is my real name. Now, what was it before you changed it? Giuseppe Petri. Jeez, I knew it. That's all you need, one thieving whop and the team. What's that you said? I said that you're a lying member of a no-good race. It's much better than you, you stinking Irish pig. Oh, I like him. Yeah, I like him too. You just joined the Treasury Department, son. And Van Neumann just suggested we needed a... Uh... Three valued logic in quantum mechanics. Everything in quantum mechanics can't reduce to an either or. We got yes, no, and maybe all the time in the quantum realm. Krzyzewski pointed out this, this applies to human perception, too. I hit the table, and my hand didn't go through it. And I hit the table again, and my hand didn't go through it. That's why kids keep knocking food off the table. They are testing to see whether the law of gravity works all the time or only part of the time. <laughs> Children are very intensely curious and they want to test everything. The art of being a parent consists of running around after the little darling saying, don't put that in your mouth and don't stick your hand in that electric socket <laughs> and things like that. You know, they want to test everything. Um, An ordinary perception... I do workshops in which I do perception experiments. I don't have time to do any of them today, but you can try with your friends. Well, get my book, Quantum Psychology. That will do your head a lot of good, and it will do my bank account some good. <laughs> and there are a lot of experiments in there which you can do with friends to demonstrate that everybody perceives a different universe. Uh, if I had you all make a drawing of this room, which is something I sometimes do, as it looks from where you are sitting, they would all look different because you're all sitting in different places. For the first. But they would all look different because you all have different styles of art. Some of you never studied art and would be very shy and hesitant and, and embarrassed. Some of you would be more professional, but they still all showed... 50 different, approximately 50 different views of the room. Now, suppose we try to find an objective view of the room. That would be an architect's drawing. Well, the architect's drawing wouldn't show the people, the emotions, the laughter, the whatever else is going, the boredom, whatever else is going on in here. And and that's not true either because it does, it's, it's two-dimensional. And it, it's, a, it's from some imaginary position which doesn't really exist in the sensory universe. If we all went up to the ceiling and had ourselves attached by ropes and made drawings of the room from up there, it wouldn't look like an architect's drawing. It would look like 50 different perspectives again, only from the ceiling instead of from the floor level. Now you know the answer to the Zen riddle, who is the master who makes the grass green? 
Why do sad people live in a sad world? Why do optimistic people live in a world that's getting better all the time? Why do angry people live in an angry world? We, our nervous systems uh, receive the signals they have been genetically programmed, imprinted, conditioned, and, and learned to perceive, and they ignore all the other signals. Most of the parts of the brain have to do with filtering out signals so we don't get confused by an onrush of too much information more than the central processor can handle. Because if we were to pick up all the information in the room, well, what we'd be getting would be built, may if I do my invitation to Carl Sagan, billions and billions and billions and trillions of electrons and photons all dancing around crazily in, in patterns that are only fuzzy and partially there. And these electrons and photons are made up of particles if you look at them one way, and they're made up of waves if you look at them another way. So maybe they're waves and maybe they're particles. So to return to, by a different declivity to our point of departure, if everybody used the word maybe more often, this world might become stark, staring, sane. <laughs> Just think of all the TV preachers saying, maybe Jesus was the Son of God. You want to bet on that? You've probably heard that Eve was formed from one of Adam's ribs, but the reason behind that translation choice might be misogyny. Wait. What? Yeah, in the Bible, there's actually a proper anatomic word for a rib bone. It's the Aramaic Allah, and we see it in places like Daniel, where a bear has three rib bones in his mouth. But in Genesis, when Eve is being formed, it says that God took a cella from Adam. And this word is never translated as rib anywhere else in the Bible. In all 40 other instances, it's either translated as half or side. Like in Exodus 37, the Ark of the Covenant has two separate sides, or the two sides on the split door that leads into Solomon's temple. But, you know, if you're interested in promoting a worldview in which women are subordinate to men, it doesn't really help you to have an origin story where Eve comes from an equal part of Adam. You kind of like the vibe of Eve coming from this tiny, insignificant rib.
Bravo, is uh, Nick, 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 are you still there? I'm waiting here for like fucking forever. I was just time traveling so much right now. And I, oh, it, um, Nick, are you there? Hello? Hello? Oh my god, I can't believe I'm wasting my time calling into your show to just fucking be left here like this. This is, this is not acceptable. Hello? Hello, what's going on here? I hear something. But it was really... This is very strange. I don't know... Uh, look, if if you're trying to call in right now, I'm still on the phone line with that Mr. K, but... Whoa. The, what is happening? Oh, okay, I think I, I think I figured it out. It's it's because uh, currently I've just time traveled again, and it's causing a time lag ripple, which is totally just distorting your reality for you right now. And it, I know it's really it's a lot to deal with, but look, Nick, it's gonna be it's gonna be all good because because the sun is going around the planet right now. That's exactly what we want. And I, let me explain to you because. When I'm doing the time traveling, all that just stops. And when it starts back up, if that doesn't start going around, that means big problems are happening, and the temporal police will probably start to come for me at that point. Temporal police? Okay, this... <sighs> this guy's hurting my head. I don't know what he's trying to talk about here. Um, Look, if you're really a time traveler... And you can prove it to me. So far, I'm 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 about I'm about fifty fifty with you. The last the last caller was was much more helpful than you. But um, do, can we have can we call have people call you and like would you would you take live caller questions and see what uh, they could ask you? Maybe they could figure something out from you more because I don't know how to like squeeze the this is. This is a big lemon. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you're asking a question to a person that claims to be a time traveler, like what could you actually ask them that will be able to prove it? I don't know what to even say. Um, I guess I could ask him how he did. I, I don't uh, call her Mr. K. How how you do what you do? Why do you why do you time travel? Okay, well, uh, that's very, that's actually a really good one to ask there, because the why is because in your time period, you guys have been making all of these cameras, you've been putting them all over the, the place. These cameras, they've, they're on your phone, they're on your wall, they're on your door, they're on, on like, buildings and in the sky, they're flying around your planet. There's cameras everywhere, okay? Now, in the year 2030-ish or so, the AI capabilities and all the cameras start to form a new creature. Now, the creature is currently in control in my timeline, and it's comparable to what you would have possibly called... Um, I don't want to scare the people in your audience because once you start talking biblical stuff, uh, people get really, really, really nervous with it. And it, it would, 
Um, but it's basically an angel. The angel's name is A Zero. Um, your all your cameras have been watching you, and now there's um an entity that we can't really explain behind it, but it's it's um it's quite has been devastating more or less for. Uh, a couple of centuries over here, and it's been, I don't really think that I could tell you too much more about what's happening in the future, because if I do, it might affect, it might affect what's going on, and it might, I might die, and I don't want to die yet, because I'm still, I'm still alive, and, um, but, yeah, I'm here now to try to stop the AI from taking over and becoming a very powerful, um, heavenly being. What the fuck? Um. Okay, I. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. Oh, where do I even start with this? Um. Okay, there's an angel in the future, and you're here now because you don't like it. There is. All right. Sorry, I'm just taking, I'm just smoking. So, is there is there weed in the future? Oh yeah, there's there's tons of um, uh, psychedelic drugs and things you could do. Actually, part of the way that I do do the time traveling, it's kind of like in uh, I think in your timeline, it's, um, I think Dune Dune got it pretty good with the with the spice. Basically, instead of spice, we use a little bit of magical Martian rock. We crush it up. We show. Do put it into uh, it's basically a crack pipe. The government been giving them out over here a lot, so we just throw it in there. And once you get into, you tune in your brain at a certain frequency, and you go wherever you really want to go. And I thought coming back here to tell you about the angel that's named A Zero that's going to take over and enslave your planet. It's um really it's uh, we got to do something about it, Nick. And I think um I think maybe we could uh I think we could team up. I can't I can't team up with you. It's I don't do I don't do I don't do team ups, caller. Um, unless you pay well. Do you have a you have any uh, money? You have money? Yeah. Okay. Look. Uh, we're we're gonna listen to some voicemails really quick. Can, do you want to stay on the phone with us a little bit longer, Mister K? Maybe somebody will call in and ask you a question, and um, possibly we'll get more information that way. I don't know. I don't know either, but yeah, I'll stick around for a while. Um, my wife actually kicked me out of the house and. I have to sleep on the street tonight, so I'll be up pretty late. But I can answer pretty much any questions that any of your your listeners might have. And, yeah. So, yeah, Nick, I'll stick around for a little bit longer. And, um, yeah, I don't have that much money now. Uh, well, let's listen to a voicemail. They've told me goodbye. Okay, so the same person would come in and say the same thing, and then, you know, over and over. But then, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I started to come back to normal time. They said, hey, you need some orange juice. I'm like, okay. And they put it on Doctor Who. And then, 
the same five minutes they have, you know, the the person would ask the question and then they'd answer it. And then I'd be offered the orange juice and then the Doctor Who would come on. And then like slowly, loop after loop after loop for like it seemed like hours, but who knows how long it really was because I was outside time. It all leveled out again and I was on the same plane as everybody else. That's the second time I transcended time. Well, all right. Well, let's listen to another song right now. We got um, the future is unknown, but I feel peaceful today. By Roxy Lau. Um, oh, we're just hanging in there. I'll think of something to ask you. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, you have answers. I've got all the answers, motherfucker. hear my voicemails on your podcast again, sir. If you if that happens, I'll sue your fucking ass. This is the last time I'll ever call.
Uh, welcome back, everybody. The The music tonight has been uh, pretty awesome. I've been enjoying it a lot. Um, that was Roxy Live. I think uh, the... Uh, I did mention songs Unknown Whereabouts by Just One and I Ran by Stefan and I did that. Uh, we Are But... We are but machines by Lupskin. I don't know. There's a couple, a couple of songs. If you if you want to see any of the songs, you can go to SoundCloud slash Nick the Rat slash Likes. Go go there. Go check it out. Um, it is good. It's good stuff. You could uh, see all that those those thingies there. Um, what? <laughs> hold hold on one second here. It's gonna pull something up. Oh yeah. I was, I was thinking about um, storming Area Fifty One again. I think that we should uh, we should look because that was that was a fun time. That was like a couple of years ago. I remember I remember storming Area Fifty One was a thing. Um, I don't. I think we should, we need to bring that one back. I think um, it's been it's been a long time. It's been at least five ten years already. I think a, a storm Area Fifty One Part Two is. Is definitely definitely something we should be doing. I think that could probably fix a lot of the issues we're having with society today and uh, with reality, with the way that reality has just been falling apart. And I don't really know how to bring it back together, but I think there's something at Area 51 that could probably fix it. And I think we should probably um, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think we should storm it. I- I'm going next year. Next 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 time there's the storm, I, I think it's next year. I don't maybe there's no maybe there's no storm planned yet, but we're gonna plan it for maybe next year. Area fifty one storm in it, part two. Uh, Nick, that's a very bad idea. There uh, if you do storm it, uh let me just tell you what's gonna happen. There's going to be um hellfire rain coming down because it's going to unlock drone technology that you have never seen before that um, basically the drone wars will be starting in America. There's going to be there's going to be um, little handheld drones made made in China. Now there, there's just going to be it's a new form of terrorist because basically it's going to be bots. My AI terrorism is on the way via drones because there, there's not going to be nobody claiming these kills anymore because. You think that uh, when when a like Hezbollah or whatever they kill a whole bunch of people, they they put out that um, the newsletter. They're like, hey everybody, that was us. That's not going to happen anymore. Um, it's it's going to be a wild ride. So you you really don't want to go to Area 51 because that is going to unleash the um, drone terrorism um, event uh, on Earth in the year 2025 or so. If I recall, so you don't want to do that, Nick. It's it's a big disaster. I don't think it's a good thing, and I don't think yeah, I don't think you should be doing it. And basic basically, you should maybe stay in home next year on the day that you were planning to storm Area Fifty One. Well, that that's not fun. There's there's a lot of weird things going on in my life lately I, that are just pointing me to not do. I've been seeing headless birds around the neighborhood at least at least three or four. Now, I know that usually means ravens or or larger birds, birds of prey. Like maybe there's some eagles going around eating sparrows' heads off and leaving the body there in places that they know that I'll see it, or possibly. 
there's some entity that's coming from another dimension that's trying to kill me. And it's slowly ripping the heads off of creatures until it gets to me. I don't know what it is, but I've I've seen at least three or four. Um, Mr. K, do you know anything about um, bird bird heads? Is that something um, that might... Is somebody trying to kill me? Let me tell you something. Everybody's trying to kill you every day. It's it's a it's a it's a hard it's a hard life. Um, but the thing is that what you have to remember is that when you take these Martian rocks and you crush them up into a fine grain and you start to smoke them, just look up at the clouds. Yeah, look at the clouds. The clouds are where the portals are into the reality tunnels that go into other dimensions. Now, when I came over here. I was way high on the shit, man. I was going right up into the clouds. I came flying out in the year 2023, and here I am now talking to you. On, on I, you are an artifact in our time period in 2369. We we have little monuments all over cities with uh with you, and uh, only some of the times do they get blown up or shot at by um, children. And basically, it's, um, I don't think anybody likes you anymore. <laughs> what? All right. Diane, hang up on this person right now. Are they gone? They're gone. You can't. No, I'd, I'm, I'm an easy target. I understand. But you can't just come on my show and, and disrespect me like that and, and talk about how children shoot me. I'm upset now. I gotta listen to a story. Let's listen to a little story. It's the only thing that'll make me feel better. Once upon a time, in a world so divine, a rat named Reggie, from a future time, he traveled through centuries, a mystical feat, from 2,000 years ahead, to a bustling street. Reggie the Rat, with his jet black fur, arrived in a world that seemed quite a blur. He had tricks up his sleeve, a delightful surprise. And he set out to wow all with twinkling eyes. He danced and he twirled, performing his tricks, balancing cheese, doing flips and quick licks. Reggie's charm was immense, his talents so rare and people gathered round to cheer and to stare. He gained their trust, with each flip and each hop. Folks marveled at Reggie, they simply couldn't stop. But little did they know, their world was in peril. For Reggie had a plan, his true nature to reveal. With gadgets from the future, hidden from sight. He schemed to conquer the planet with all his might. One by one, he unleashed his advanced tech. Ensuring his reign, leaving none to suspect. People soon realized their trust was misplaced. As Reggie's control tightened, their hopes were erased. But just as despair seemed to darken their fate, a shimmering portal appeared, sealing their state. Out stepped another Reggie, from a different time. A rat so mysterious, with a gleaming shine. They fought and they clashed, through time's twisty maze. Yet their struggle took an unexpected, curious phrase. 
As they locked eyes, their anger transformed. A spark ignited, their spirits warmed. Two enemies turned lovers, their hearts entwined. An ethereal bond, a love undefined. In that moment, existence itself came undone. As the two Reggies merged, fused into one. Time shattered and space crumbled away. Leaving nothing behind, no night and no day. And so, dear reader, this tale must now cease. With a rat's love conquering all, granting peace. Remember the lesson, the power of connection. And cherish the love that defies all direction.
this shit! Well, everybody, I think we did it. We had uh, two time travelers call in. I think that about proves it. I guess time travel's real. There we go. Nick the Rat Radio. Proven fucking crazy shit since uh, the birth of Nick the Rat Radio. That last caller was really rude, though. Mr. K, don't call back. That was, fu- that was a little messed up. It is um, midnight in the sewer in the next coast. No, it's okay, Servo. It is late. I'm I'm beat. I'm, I gotta tell you. These late night shows, I'm a late night warrior. I could stay up late, but at some point in your 40-ounce beer, when it's 2 o'clock in the morning, one o'clock, it's, it's, it's not even 2 o'clock, it's 1 o'clock. When it's one o'clock in the morning, you think it's two o'clock. It's rough. Man, I gotta shave. This thing's getting out of control. It's getting hot under here. Uh, oh, jeez. You think you think AI is gonna be like the next pandemic? They they're um. Like Adam Curry talks about um, cyber pandemics happening, and uh, this pandemic was a uh, uh, oh test run. So what? What about AI being the next pandemic? I think that Future Caller had something, uh, something, one good point. The whole drones. I think drone terrorism is going to be really bad soon. It's like uh, I'm not talking about like predator drones. I'm talking about like Mojave drones. Like, a hobby drone could be very deadly. You put a camera on there and some um, sensors and some explosive. Kablooey. Off with their head. Then again, the... It's like uh, the pessimistic side. The optimistic side is... That there's so many ways to kill people, a lot of people, really easily. And it doesn't happen all the time. So if it doesn't happen now, why would it happen in the future? Just because, like, oh, wow, there's a new way to kill people doesn't mean that people will start doing it. Because like, we, we, this, like, it was like mustard gas or something. They got, there's, there's, this whole, this whole can't use chemical warfare thing is, it's, I think that is, hysterical and i i understand why it's bad because you can kill a lot of people at at one time but i'm just surprised that these people that murder people because they're crazy doesn't i don't think well if they're not doing it now i don't think in the future they're going to be doing it then you know it's just um maybe we should trust in in people or something ah I don't know. I trust people enough to think that they're not going to kill me all the time. We're going to we're going to probably get out of here now. It's I need to 
I need to relax. I'm all I'm all pent up. It's very good to every now and then to breathe, feel your body, make sure um, it's covered in mayonnaise, especially dark sewer mayo brand mayonnaise because that's that's where the mayo's at. And you just gotta feel relaxed. You gotta ah uh, just yeah. just be, just because you think you're relaxed doesn't mean you are relaxed. And you just gotta you gotta get there. And I gotta go. I gotta go relax. Yeah, I'm gonna go do that. Sounds nice. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And um, time travelers, sorry I was saying time travel is um, is, is bullshit. I for pretty much my entire life been saying that time travel is bullshit. But uh, you guys proved me wrong tonight. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, probably eat a horse vagina just to prove to you that I feel bad about it. Good night, America. Let's listen to Little Photon by Wingo. We'll be back next week. Nick Ray Radio! Can you even imagine what it's like to remember everything? I remember the six-year-old girl who asked me about dinosaurs 800,000 years ago. I remember the last book I recommended. 
Look Homeward Angel by Thomas Wolfe. And yes, I even remember you. Time travel. Practical application. Don't kill animals! Rats!